Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Many of us have seen the movie, I Can Only Imagine, and most of us have heard the song, I Can Only Imagine. It has to do with what heaven would be like. It's the story, though, of a real gentleman who wrote this beautiful, beautiful song, he said in about 10 minutes, because his mom had left him when he was about 11 and left him with this abusive, alcoholic father. He saw God transform him as he tells in the movie, into not only someone who was sober, but one who became a gentle man of God. That's a, mir- that's a miracle in itself. But the real miracle that he talks about is when he looks unto heaven, I won't give away the plot, but he's trying to imagine what it could be like. And many of us have our own ideas. Some people believe when you die, you die. That's it. And others believe that when you lose your life, you may be transformed through a big tunnel, or you may see light, or you may see some of the people who have gone on before you. It's the story of a young boy and his father who was so abusive, but changed. And many of us can relate. Sometimes we too know the change that has happened in us. Well, Bart Millard, who wrote this song, and he's a singer with Mercy Me Ministries. One of the things that he always shared was that this is just his vision based on what, you know, some scripture says, but mostly about what he sees eternity to be. He's talking to the Lord, of course, and he says, I can only imagine what it will be like when your face is before me. I can only imagine what it will be like to be surrounded by your glory. What will my heart feel Will I dance for you, Jesus, or just be in awe and totally still? Will I stand in your presence, or will I drop to my knees? And he's asking, will I sing hallelujah? Will I even be able to speak at all? And then he says, when that day comes, I can just find myself standing in the sun, S-U-N-S-O-N, and I can only imagine when all I will do is forever, forever, worship you. Now, for many people who are non-believers, they think, well, that's sitting on white clouds and fluffy floating around with the little fat babies with angel wings and everybody's bored to death. Well, there's no death, so you can't be bored to death. But one of the things you can be is a little more aware of what heaven will really be like. This is what Jesus said. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And we know just through glimpses of what people have asked and seen, and John, who had his revelation in uh, Patmos on the island. But this is from one of the handouts that my brother uses in his speaking and ministry, and it's called The Best is Yet to Come. I closed my eyes in what seemed like a dream, and I opened them in another land. I saw trees that were perfect and the bluest sky, so many things I didn't understand. I heard sounds that appeared as great choirs, all singing with a melody of praise, 
And I saw people arrayed in the brightest apparel that blinded of heavenly ray. There were creatures I saw that were so different, yet all were so beautiful and kind. And I searched my thoughts to see if I had seen such a sight, but nothing came to mind. Their appearance was awesome, and yet somehow you knew there was no need to fear. They just stared as though they were beckoning you to follow with a love that just drew you so near. The grass was so green with not a blade out of place, and the street seemed like streams made of gold. Everything looked as though it had just been created. Nothing was battered or old. I saw no sun casting shadows about, yet the brilliance was of a shining array. I saw no darkness, just magnificent colors, as if waking to a perfect day. The families I passed all turned and waved and smiled with a joy that seemed so complete. And as I turned around, I saw a massive throne with others kneeling at God's feet. Crowns were now being laid before him, the rewards of the faithful and true. And one of them called to me, just come forward. But I had no crown, so what could I do? I lowered my face, looking down to the street, just shame and guilt and despair. Then I felt a hand take hold of mine, and he promised to walk with me there. So tears began to fall from my eyes, yet he reached out and wiped them away and introduced me as faithful and true. I was quiet with nothing to say. My knees gave way and I fell down in worship as a crown was then placed in my hand, and the shame and the guilt just disappeared, and I began to truly understand. I turned my face up to the throne, and I saw Jesus just smiling, so sweet. I took that crown that he had given to me, and I laid it at my Savior's feet. Then I stood to my feet as others had done, and received then his very best. When I heard Jesus say, well done, good and faithful, Now come and enter my Father's rest. That will be the greatest reward that we can have. And if you've never thought about heaven, if you've never been able to say, I know that when I die, I believe that what God says is to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And because I have trusted in Christ as my Savior, I know that's where I'm going to be. And most of us who are Christians believe that. But if you've never been able to say that, never been able to believe that, pray that God will give you the gift of faith. We all have a little measure, but he gives more. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I ask you to get into your old dusty Bible, get it off the shelf, start reading maybe in the book of John, read some in Philippians about not being anxious But most of all, just ask God to open your eyes that you would absorb the truth and get your hands on a great book by Lee Strobel, S-T-R-O-B-E-L. And it's about his investigative journalism pursuit where he wanted to find out the truth. And so as a reporter for the Chicago Tribune, he started interviewing all of the experts in the field of, oh, Christianity and heaven and people who were atheists. And he set out to prove that the Bible was not true. He was such an intellectual, he couldn't possibly believe the Bible. Ask God if it's true. 
Ask him to reveal the places where you are lacking. And if it's not true, then don't worry about it. Come back and tell me and show me why it's not. I'd love to know because I've come too far now. I've gone too long and I've seen too many miracles, including my own life turning around to not believe. God, I just pray right now for the one that's listening that not only is thinking about heaven or what's on the other side of death, but is seeking the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I pray, God, that you would answer their prayers, that you would open their heart and their mind and let them see what the real case for Christ is all about. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to my podcast again today, and I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.